Hi, everyone. Welcome to All In with Clint Mason. Today, we're going to be listening in on a conversation that has to do really with what is possibly, of course, this is all according to opinion, but what could possibly be the number one mistake that educators make consistently throughout their careers on a daily basis. So today we're going to be listening in on that conversation. I hope that this conversation inspires you and that you enjoy it and that you're really able to take something away from it. So let's go ahead and go all in. So what is the number one mistake that educators consistently make? Well, I think my, my answer is going to be different from most people. Um, but I don't think it's a mistake that only educators make. I think it's actually a mistake that the vast majority of people, regardless of their profession, consistently make and really it's a mistake of mindset I think that every single educator should have a hyper specific vision of what they want the finish line of their career to look like what what they want it to be what they really want long term from this career when it's all said and done and you're ready to call it quits and retire and ride off into the sunset what do you want that to truly look like I think that's the number one mistake that educators make is that we don't keep that thought in the forefront of our minds and and I'm not even really sure how many educators really develop a, a very clear and hyper specific vision of the way they want their career to end what they want the finish line to look like um, I've spoken with some educators that have kind of an idea but I, I think it's extremely important for it to be hyper specific Andy Stanley uh, says that vision is a clear sight of what could be driven by the conviction that it should be. And I think that that's a really good description of what vision is. Um, I'll go ahead and share my vision with you right now of what I really want my career to look like when it's all said and done. And it's really very simple, but everything that I do on a day-to-day -day basis flows into me wanting this truly to happen and it might be a little bit outlandish I don't think it's impossible but it may not happen when I retire and you know what that's okay if, if it doesn't but I want to be able to say that I did my very best to make it happen so my vision of when I retire as an educator is this I want to be drinking my morning coffee on a Saturday morning and opening up the newspaper or checking my phone or checking my laptop, whatever it is. And I want to see on the news, in the news, I want to see 
my former students out there in the real world doing good, making the world a better place. That's what I want to see. And, you know, I think for educators, it's very important that we develop something very hyper-specific like that and that we share it with our kids. You know, I tell my kids all the time in the classroom that that's, that's what I want. You know, when I retire, I want to be able to, you know, open up the newspaper and see what you guys are up to because you're doing so many amazing things in the world. I want to be able to see that, you know, this student became... Uh, the head of this particular charity or that that student developed you know this new style of medicine to fight this type of disease or whatever it might be innovation out there making the world a better place that's what I want to see you know if I see that in my former students that would be the absolute ultimate sense of satisfaction that I could possibly get from my teaching career when I'm done, when I'm across that finish line. That's what I want. And so really, I think that teachers need to develop this hyper-specific vision of really what they want at the end of their career. And it really comes down to what you want. It really does. I think that as educators, we get so wrapped up in trying to be everything for our students and that, you know, the vast majority of teachers became teachers because they wanted to go out and do good in the world and they, they wanted to positively influence students. And they don't give thought to what they really want. But, you know, if you really got down to it, if you ask a teacher what they really want from their career, chances are the answer is going to be some way, shape, or form of that they want something good for their students. But I think it's very important for educators to be very hyper-specific with this vision and to really bring that vision to the forefront of their minds very often because it's, it is so easy to show up at school and you're hit by all of these, what I would call micro-distractions, whether it be an email, an angry parent at a parent-teacher conferences before school starts, an IEP meeting, it could be so many different things and you guys know what I'm talking about it's it's it is a constant when you show up at school you're gonna have some days where you're just hit by micro distraction after micro distraction and it doesn't let up for the entire day and you're in a situation where when it comes time for you to create value in the classroom with your students it might be a little bit hard, a little bit difficult to regain your focus and to be able to really perform to your very best for the benefit of your students on that particular day. And I think that's where your vision of, of what you want your career to really be about, I think that's where reminding yourself of that vision on a daily basis is so important. You know, think about it on your drive to work. Think about it, especially right when you walk through those doors so that you're not taken off course by all of those micro distractions and all of those emails about changes and grading policies and this and that that can really throw your brain off. And uh, you know, there's so much research out there about how distractions affect our brain and how they affect our performance and just how destructive they can be. And so it's very important to keep this, this vision of what you want your career to be about 
at the forefront of your mind because everything else will filter through that. And I think it really helps you gain clarity throughout the day. And it really helps you separate what is important and what is not important at that particular time. Now, I'm not talking about shirking responsibilities. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about shirking responsibilities, but you all know that, you know what, when class starts, if you're thinking about that angry email from a parent, or if you're thinking about, oh my goodness, I've got an IEP that I'm actually going to have to attend during my lunchtime today, or something wild like that, and don't pretend like those things don't happen, they happen all the time. If you allow those things to consume your thoughts, then you're not gonna be at the very best for your students each and every day. And so having that hyper-specific vision at the forefront of your mind to begin every day and really trying to train your brain to hold on to that throughout the day and to be able to separate, you know, what's important at this point in time and what's not important, be able to compartmentalize a little bit, um, it really does help. It really does help. And you know what? It relieves stress. And again, I'm not talking about shirking responsibilities. But I am talking about seeing certain things for what they are. If we're being honest with ourselves, you know what? There are a lot of things as educators that we are asked to do that don't have anything at all to do with how effective we are in the classroom at handing value over to our students so that they can someday be able to go out into the world and make the world a better place. And I know I talk about that a lot. That's the purpose. That's the purpose behind education. I am 100% sold on that idea. And you know what? Some people may disagree with me and think that, the, that education is a little bit more broad than that. And that's fine. But I'm 100% sold on that, that it's all about purpose. It's all about for these students to find their purpose out in the world and to be able to execute that. And in the process, be able to make the world a better place. And that's what I try to communicate to my kids all the time. And you know what? I really, maybe, well, I know I'm biased, but I think that they react and they respond to that pretty well. It helps them really see that, hey, you know what? Day in and day out in this geography class, there is some value here. There is some purpose here. Even though it may feel a little bit mundane at times and that we're going over information that we may not use someday. You know what, the big picture of geography is so that we can go out and make the world a better place through our knowledge about the world. You're not gonna be able to fix anything if you don't know something about it, right? And the world is the same way. If you don't know anything about the world, if you're uneducated about how the world works, you're not going to be able to fix any of its problems. That's what I sell to my students all the time. And, you know, the vision for my own career at its end really has to do with the idea that that's the, the physical manifestation of the purpose of my career. That's what I want it to look like. Will it happen? Who knows? You know, I may retire and never see one news article about any of my students. Um, but you know what? It's not impossible. It could happen. And I just know that if it does happen, that'll make me uh, the most proud person in the entire world um, at my life's work. 
and and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I think that's the number one mistake is that people, and it's not just educators, people don't take the time to develop a vision of what they want the end product of their life's work to truly be. That's that's the problem. That's the problem. You know what? I'm I'm glad that you actually brought that up. Um, here's something to ponder. <clears throat> I think a lot of people don't think of careers and education and teaching and our responsibilities and our purpose in this way, but it's something that I've been thinking about recently. And personally, I think that I've come to the conclusion that there's a lot of value in thinking about this. <clears throat> Often we think about what we want to accomplish with our students, what we want to instill in our students, how we want to influence them for the good. And that's great. That's, that's what it's all about. But I think sometimes we also need to think about what is our enemy? What are we fighting against? Um, and I know that that might sound a little bit weird. That might sound a little bit weird, and that's fine. <laughs> My wife would tell you I'm weird. Um, it, but you know what? We all, even though we're trying to accomplish something, we're also fighting against something. And so if you take the time to really think about, okay, what what is the enemy of my life's work, you know, whether it be gang violence, you know, unawareness, just general uneducation, poverty, you know, I could go on and on and on of, of really what the, the opposite of an educated life um, can run into at times. I know for me personally, what I'm fighting against what my enemy is, is a couple of different things that has already happened in my teaching career. Um, I have, you know, like a lot of, a lot of teachers out there who teach at, at Title I schools and impoverished schools and impoverished neighborhoods. Um, I have some students who are in prison right now. Um, I've had a couple of former students who committed murder and they're in prison for the rest of their lives. Um, I've had some former students gunned down in the streets, um, involved in gang activity, and, and who knows what else. When I see that type of thing in the newspaper, it, it does depress me a little bit. It does get me down, but it also reminds me of what I'm fighting against. There's a reason that I chose this profession, and that's really at the heart of it. Those are lives that did not find purpose. Those young men that are locked away right now. Those are lives that just didn't find purpose. They didn't find their value to this earth. They ended up going down the wrong path because they didn't find where they fit in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, sometimes as a teacher, when you start thinking about things like that, you start thinking, oh my goodness, I, I let that student down. 
I failed that student. That's not a healthy way of looking at it. It's not. It obviously is not a healthy way of looking at it. I try really hard not to look at it that way. Um, you know, you always try to do your best. And I feel like those, you know, I think about the times that I had those particular students in my classroom, and I, I do. I feel like I gave it my best. Am I a better teacher now than I was then? Of course, you know, it, that's the way every teacher should feel. Every teacher should feel like that they're getting better every single year. And, and every teacher should feel like that, hey, next year I'm going to be even better because I'm putting in the effort to get better. Um, but you can't take those types of things whenever you hear the news about one of your students, you know, going off and murdering someone or, or doing anything else that's negative in the world. You can't take that personally, um, but take it as a personal challenge that, hey, you know what, this is, this is what we're fighting against. And I know that for myself, that's the way that I view it, is that that means that I need to put in even more work in developing value in my classroom for these students and for them, for me to become a master communicator to them that so that someday that they'll understand that, you know what, hey, I've got purpose. I have gifts and talents. I have something that I can give the world. And you know what, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make the world a better place through whatever that gift or talent or interest is. That's what I try to preach all the time to my kids. And, you know, now that I think about it, I, I preach it way more often than back whenever I had uh, those two young gentlemen in my class that I just spoke about. Um, so maybe seeing that in the newspaper gave me some clarity about uh, what... I need to improve on, you know, and what my purpose is in the classroom for my students. Um, remember, it, it doesn't just come down to teaching objectives and making sure that you've hit all of the objectives just right and that you've developed this perfect little lesson plan and that, you know, that you've covered all of the bases there. That stuff is important. But you know what? I really believe that all of what I just spoke about, th those things are tools that you can leverage in the classroom to create value for your students. It's all about creating value for your students and for them to understand that, hey, you know what, I can use this knowledge or this skill in this particular way, possibly someday, in order to make the world a better place. It's all about them finding uh, their their path to purpose. And, you know, I know that I'm, I'm speaking as a middle school teacher, you know, it's that in-between age that I think is so important. And so, you know, if you're an elementary teacher, uh, you know, some of this may not be quite as, as relevant. If you're a high school teacher, I think it is extremely relevant. If you're a middle school teacher, definitely, <laughs> definitely relevant. Um, these kids need purpose. They really do. And when they don't develop that sense of purpose, it's so easy for them to go down the wrong path 
and to follow those wrong influences in their lives. And, you know, as a teacher in the classroom, that's what you've got to be for them, is that positive influence for them. And uh, that's what you've got to be. So, um, again, kind of full circle to the whole thing. Know your enemy. Know what you're fighting against because it really will give you clarity. It'll give you clarity. It'll give you motivation too. Um, It'll give you inspiration. So remember that, yeah, we're all trying to accomplish something and do something and instill something in these kids and be a positive influence, but also, also kind of reverse engineer that sometimes. Make sure that you're looking at it from the perspective of what am I really fighting against here? What's my enemy? And I would encourage all of you, know your enemy. Know your enemy. It is so important. I hope all of you enjoyed the show today, that it was inspiring for you and uplifting and encouraging. I hope that you go on to do absolutely great things in your classroom with your students every single day of every single week. You can find me on Twitter, Clint Mason at The All In Show. And once again, if you find this show worthy, please like, share, and subscribe. And until next time, I hope that all of you take care.